Last time on Eidolon Ska. Having finally been pacified, Nate, the wielder of Pendulum, sent the Mystery Solvers Club to the beginning of October one last time, giving them a clean shot at the month. Things were going pretty well, until... Charlie got into a really bad argument with Natalie, which culminated in Charlie exercising her from three small words. And then, on the night of Burger on the Orient Express, Jake unwittingly summoned a version of three small words from previous loop, only for it to immediately start fading away. After effectively seeing her mother die for the second time in a single month, Charlie decided to quit the club. Everybody else was now extremely mad at Jake, which led to him imprisoning himself within Naomi's subconscious, and Solo using the power of his Eidolon, now named Boss of Me, to become the world's largest bug and threaten to kick Jake's ass if he doesn't shape up. Solo also said something about trying to mold the club into a knightly order? Tensions are higher than ever, and it doesn't seem like they're about to improve. Could this be the end of the Mystery Solvers Club? Jake, if I recall correctly, Naomi said you went into your jail cell, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Can you describe that for me in more detail? Well, if you just imagine just a big concrete slab, just a just a huge hunk of rectangle shooting up okay. to the sky, mm -hmm. imagine a bunch of tiny little cells just dotting the whole place the whole perimeter all around. Okay. I'm in one of those. Okay. Uh, are you the only prisoner in here, or are those other cells occupied? Oh, we got a few skeletons in here, but no one that makes a good conversationalist. I see. Um, have you been able to personalize your cell in any way? Yeah, well, I got I got a desk here. I got some some books. A nice, mm. uh, nice cot. I have a little plant. A, you know, a fern, easy to grow even in these conditions. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, why did you uh, come back here? Well, it's clear I wasn't wanted there, and to be fair, I did mess up pretty bad. Okay, so you do understand that you messed up pretty bad. Yeah, I, 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 I killed someone. Okay. That's that's uh, frowned upon. It, it, it just did seem in the moment like you were perhaps not willing to uh, to acknowledge the blame there. <sighs> well, now that I've had a little time to calm down about it, yeah, I see what the issue was. Right, okay. But, uh, you know, if Charlie had maybe brought that up at any point earlier, 
then I wouldn't have been so confused about why I could sense Natalie even though she was dead. In her defense, you did tell her point blank to never talk to you about that subject again. You know, that's fair. Maybe, uh, kind of some self-sabotage going on here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're at least having the space to, to sort this out and, and think it through a bit. Well, if you're gonna fuck up, your responsibility is to learn from it, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, how long are you gonna stay down here? Hmm... Probably till someone asks me back. Okay. That's what I said, right? We'll see how far they get without me. Charlie, it's about a week later, and you're once again in Dr. Patrick Phillips' office. He's brought both you and your dad into the room together, and he's begun walking through some introductory information about where he wanted to take your family therapy, but he immediately notices that something's wrong. He asked your dad if he could wait just a moment while he spoke to you in private, and... Your dad's a little confused, but picks himself up and steps out of the room. Dr. Phillips closes the door behind him and turns back to you. Charlie, um, it seems like there might be something bothering you. Obviously, you're here to communicate better with your dad, but I'm sensing that that's not where your focus is right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, it's... I don't, I don't know, I've had a fucked up week. I think he just kind of like sits back down and says, well, you want to talk about it? <sighs> um, I, I mean, I, I don't really know where to start, but um, I guess you noticed that um, my mom isn't here, probably. Uh... I hadn't seen her, but I didn't know if that was intentional on your part. Nope. Um. Well. First, I guess, um. I learned that, um. She had used her powers on my dad back in the day to make him love her. Oh. And, um, when I tried to talk to my dad about it, she tried to use them on me. And I was able to fight her off, but, um, I kept trying to get her to at least just admit that she was sorry, that she regretted what she did, that she had, like, you know, basic empathy, I guess, and, um, she wouldn't. And she kept trying to use her powers, so I sent her back to wherever she goes, where she was. So I guess I guess I killed her again, which is great for uh, for me. Oh, um, Charlie, I am so sorry. Oh, that's not the fucked up part. That's that's like that's part one of the fucked up part. Um. You know that whole thing that went down with, um... Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, breaking... Breaking... Kick, yeah. Like, outside. Is this is this the timeline where shit went okay with Burger, or are we leaving it with the mess to, like, Burger, like... No, yeah, shit went okay with... Well, shit went okay with Burger, except that, you know, it all kind of fell apart. Yeah, okay, so no plane stuff. No plane, okay. no plane. I, I, I just had to clarify real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, you know, did you hear about the um, the murder mystery thing, how, like, the show went bad? Um, uh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't really. That's fine, it's high school shit, it's not important. Um, yeah, that was the club I'm in, and, um... Um, one of the members, um, has an Eidolon who is, like, a whole person, kind of like my mom was, like, just straight up, like, fully, like, I, I, like, was basically, like, another member of the club, um, and he's a real fucking asshole, and, uh, he decided that it would be a great idea to, uh, yank my mom from another fucking timeline because we've been stuck in some Groundhog Day shit. Um, and she died in my arms again for the second oh. time in a week. Oh, Charlie, that... Yeah. That, that's terrible. And, uh, yeah, it's I, I've had a pretty fucked up time. It's... Oh, my goodness. I, I am so sorry. I had no idea. <laughs> um, yeah. He sort of glances to the door and then back at you and says, We should get your dad back in here, um, but you're both scheduled to be back here in two weeks. How would you feel about coming back next week? Just you and me. Um, sure, can't, can't hurt. Sure. I mean, it, it sounds like you're going through a really hard time right now, and because of the nature of everything, it sounds like you maybe don't have... I mean, I don't think you've shared any of this with him, right? No. <laughs> no, I mean, what am I... Hey, hey Dad, your your wife used superpowers to manipulate you into loving you, uh, loving her, and also she was a ghost and lived in our house for a month, and I killed her again. Whoops. My bad. Yeah. So what how about we meet up again next week and we can try to work through some of this without worrying about having your dad here. Yeah, okay. Okay, great. And uh he lets your dad back into the room and um you know, he just sort of continues with you're still early in the, the therapy with him. It's very a very, like, pre-planned spiel, basically, about, you know, his plan to open up channels of communication, which I think he knows full well is maybe not... You're not really here right now, mentally. Yeah, Char- Charlie is, like, spending the entire session, like, looking at a wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Regina, how are you spending this week here? We are in, like, early October, or sorry, early November now. Sorry, we've been in October for so long that I've become a force of habit. Um, has Charlie been answering Regina's calls at all? Nope. Uh, oof. Um, she's probably just... Charlie hasn't been at school this past week. She's been calling in sick. Okay. I imagine that she has really been trying to get a hold of Charlie, um, but also doesn't want to go over to her house or anything. Um, but also uh, asking, so, hey, what the fuck did you mean, knights? You said knights. Um, 
sorry, when was this? At, do you not, during Burger. Was this when I was threatening to uh, beat the shit out of Fang? Uh, not Fang, sorry, no, Fang's fine. I'm not going to beat the shit out of him. Was this when I was planning to, uh, when I was threatening to beat the shit out of Jake? Yeah. It was. Also, are you good? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not super happy about um, Charlie quitting the club, and I'm going to try and talk her out of it, and I know you're going to tell me I shouldn't, and trust me, I'm, I'm gonna, because I'm... It really worries me not having her here, um, but that's its own issue. Other than that, I am fine, and everything is going to be alright, despite... Uh, the situation, the circumstances, it's all fine. Um, the night thing, I, you know, my, my temper, I'd, lo I'd lost my temper a bit. I was probably just saying shit. Uh, maybe, maybe an awkward turn of phrase. Oh, you were just saying shit. Yeah, you know, people just say shit sometimes. Do bugs just say shit sometimes? Uh, bugs that are people do. Well, we can't take you back to the school now. Oh, oh, no, I can I can just get small again if you need me to. What? Yeah, no, check it out. Uh, and I, <laughs> I think uh, Solo's just going to disperse the matter that they absorbed and uh, go back to normal size. Yeah, no, no, it's a... It's I a... think that, uh, hold, hold your horses there. This is a role-playing <laughs> game. I think, I think I'm going to need a... Uh, that sounds elegance to me. All right, yeah. <laughs> Sure, that'll that's great. Uh, give give me two Ellie, please. <laughs> Maxie said, "Wait, uh, consequences." I'm to find out. <laughs> consequences. Uh, I'm not used be... to facing those. <laughs> uh, that is going to be death or the fool. Hmm. <laughs> those are both. Those are both Charlie's resident and dissident cards. They sure are. <laughs> that's just a funny little. <laughs> now here's the thing. Uh huh. I feel like becoming who you're needed to be in this moment would basically work for what I'm doing. Uh-huh. But I kind of want a bad result on this, so okay. I think I'm going to go with death. Death, something ends, something else begins. Solo, I think what has ended is your life as a tiny little guy. And what be has begun is your life as a small terrier-sized beetle. <laughs> um... Oh, hang on. No, no, I, I can I can fix this. I'm pretty sure. Uh, just... Mm, mm, can you, like, just... Can, can you, like, flick me on the back a few times? Yeah, yeah, happily. <laughs> uh, and she I does. do not think... <laughs> yeah, no, that does not help in the slightest. Oh, is that not... Okay. I was hoping it was, like, something with my wings. I don't know. I don't know why I thought that was... I don't know why I thought anything would work. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. Well, um, it's fine. We'll just pretend that this is normal for bugs. <laughs> um, there's a pretty well-established bug cannon that's gonna really hinder our ability to act like this is normal. Um... Especially given that we did not uh, agree to take care of a terrier-sized beetle from the science uh, classroom. So, so what if, um, what if I'm from an exotic pet store in Nashville 
that's that's Tennessee. That's the wrong state. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh fuck. You, are you looking for Louisville? I might be looking for Louisville. I have not been outside this this town much or at all. Solo, what I'm saying is, why don't you stay at my place for now? Okay, you'd you'd be okay with that? I mean, we have to get you somewhere, and it's not going to be Casey's place. No, no, her dad would be weird about it. And it's not going to be Naomi's place right now, I don't think. Oh, fuck no, absolutely not. You know what? No, your, your place sounds great. And my parents will not notice, so... That's genuinely very impressive. <laughs> I don't know if that's the word I'd use, but yeah. So yeah, no, I, I would I would be happy to stay at your place and I'll just eat leftovers or dog food or something. Well no we'll find you food, Solo. I'm not gonna neglect you. <laughs> oh Okay. Yeah, no, that's great then. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, you uh, sneak uh, solo into your house. I yeah. I mean, your parents. It's not are, that hard. Not that hard. <laughs> uh, your parents got to pay more attention. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Casey, what's been up with you this week? I mean, I I tried calling Charlie a couple times, but like she wasn't talking and you know i kind of get it so i'm i've just been like make sure to collect her homework and get get like borrow some notes from somebody to uh for her so that she doesn't like fall behind okay yeah yeah yeah. and whenever she's you know ready to i guess talk to us again i can i can get her all this stuff um yeah i just don't want i just don't want her you know her her school time to suffer because of all this Sure. Have you been talking with uh, Naomi at all? Just because Naomi hasn't been in here yet. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I, I've been wanting to ask about what the the whole deal is with uh, them and Jake, but and I don't know how to bring it up. Hmm. So I think we've just been kind of hanging out, not really talking about anything, because I keep wanting to bring it up and then changing the subject to something meaningless. Gotcha. Naomi, how's how's this week been treating you? Uh, I think after Burger fell apart, they tried to make an awkward last-minute save to, like, turn into a history lecture. Can I draw to see how well the fundraiser went? I would say that's a glam draw. Okay. I have, uh, uh, two glam. That's temperance or justice. <laughs> Should I choose my dissonant here is the question. <laughs> Big question. We've had so many disastrous burgers. Maybe it's time no, no, for one. It's temperance. It's temperance. It's temperance. Temperance. You met with an equal and opposite reaction. I feel like the equal and opposite reaction to uh, uh, turning dinner theater into a history lecture is, uh, yeah, no, the people aren't into it. <laughs> okay. Did we at least meet our fundraising goal? Well, we didn't hey, they pay away, at the door. Did we, you know, meet the the minimum? I mean, I guess people paid for the tickets before they found out they weren't getting what they paid for. So they still got their food, though. People are only going to be so upset and demanding refunds of a child's fundraiser. So <laughs> yeah, you probably didn't fall too short of the fundraising goal. I'll say. 
Okay. Let's just say if this club still exists next year, they're going to have a hell of a time trying to do burger again. Uh, they, they have the trains now. They can use that. Yeah, so that's that's how Burger went. Um, but yeah, I mean, how are you... Oh, let me ask you this. How are you getting on with Jake sealing himself off? Uh, Naomi's finding it a lot harder to sleep. They're not exactly getting up at 4 a.m. jumping out of bed anymore. Okay, okay. They're, like, they're oh. showing up late to school. I, hang on, 4 a.m.? Yeah, 4 a.m. What, ta- yeah, what time do they go to bed? About midnight. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're showing up at school late, like their clothes and hair are unkempt. They seem a little scatterbrained and disorganized. Okay. Um, then I think probably uh, at some point, if you're, if you're like clothes and hair are unkempt, I think you're going to run into Nikolai at some point who is going to inform you, of course, that, you know, that... Your current uh, level of grooming is unacceptable. Uh, how do you mean, Nikolai? Your shirt is not well pressed, and your hair is a mess. They kind of uh, look down at their shirt and are suddenly noticing all the wrinkles and stains on it. Ah, uh, yes, I'll get this dry cleaned immediately, Nikolai. Why have you let yourself fall into this state of disrepair? Well, I've been finding it difficult to focus lately. I'm not quite sure what's going on with me. I might be ill. I think he immediately, like, walks off and comes back with a thermometer and, uh, like, jams it in your mouth. (laughs) Hold that there. Okay. He stands and stares at you, (laughs) unlike, silently, while he waits for the thermometer and uh, it beeps, and he pulls it back out and says, You are not ill. Okay. Um, you should probably see a doctor anyway. Mm, I will schedule you an appointment. Thank you, Nikolai. <laughs> he leaves you. Uh, good stuff. A, a caring father. <laughs> Grandfather, excuse me. <laughs> Um, let me think. Where to jump to next here? Charlie, I think the same night that you had therapy, when you get home, you realize that you have... Let me ask you this. What kind of... Did you have, like, a jacket on? It's getting some more autumn-y. Yeah, I think Charlie has, like, an old, like, like army surplus kind of military jacket that she wears. Okay. Then I think as you're kind of like hanging that up, when you get home, you realize that there is something in the pocket. Um, Charlie digs it out. It is a cassette tape with a note sort of wrapped around it, just like a piece of notebook paper that was just sort of torn out and wrapped face down around it. And the note says, Charlie... As a professional psychotherapist, I have certain ethical standards that I am held to. One of those is complete and total patient confidentiality. However, as a human being who wishes to help others, I have certain other ethical standards that I hold even higher. I am taking a risk in sharing this with you. If anyone found out that I did, it's very probable that I would lose my license and possibly even face jail. 
But I can see that you are a very gifted but very troubled person, Charlie. And after a lot of soul-searching, I felt that it would be in your best interest to hear this tape. I'm trusting you very deeply in sharing this with you, and I hope that you will honor that trust and keep it a secret. We can talk more about it at your next appointment. I think Charlie takes the tape and like looks up at her dad and, and makes sure he hasn't seen it and like puts it in her like back pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and then waits until like you know they've had dinner and she knows yeah. her her dad is asleep. Yeah. Um, and then puts it in like her boom box because like she doesn't have like mm. a tape. She doesn't have like a Walkman. It's nineteen ninety nine. No, sure. Um, yeah. but she puts it in her boombox and, like, turns it down so low that, like, her dad wouldn't be able to hear it. Uh, right, you kind of have to put your ear to it to even yeah. hear sound coming out of it. Yeah, and listens to yeah. the tape. Okay, um, it appears to be a conversation between Dr. Phillips and your dad. So, Mr. O'Neill, what is your goal in pursuing family therapy? Well... <sighs> Um, I, to tell you the truth, I feel like I've let my kid down pretty badly. How do you mean? (sighs) Her mom passed away when she was still young, and I mean, I've, I've always made sure to, you know, keep her fed and clothed and keep a good roof over her head, but I guess I haven't done a very good job of being there, giving her emotional support, I guess. That that was always the kind of thing my wife was a lot better at, and now she's nearly 18, she's practically an adult, and I'm really starting to worry that I've just completely screwed her up. Screwed her up? Well, yeah, I mean, I I think the past two months is the longest stretch of time I've had to go without picking her up from jail in years. The only reason she hasn't spent the last three years in juvie is because I've gone out of my way to do some favors for the local cops. I'm I'm a lawyer. I, I don't remember if I've mentioned that before. And once she's 18, my ability to protect her is going to take a sharp dive. She's just constantly acting out, and it feels like it's been steadily escalating for years now, and I guess I'm just hoping I can do something about it before it's too late. And lately I've even gotten the impression that she's... um... That she's what? I mean... uh, That she's, um... Lesbian? I see. Um, is that something you consider a problem? A problem on the same level as her criminal activity? <sighs> I don't know. It. I just... I feel like if I'd been a better dad, she would have turned out different. Happy. N- normal. And the tape cuts off there. I think... Charlie sits in silence for a second and then like a minute and then maybe like five minutes before she realizes it mm-hmm. um, just kind of silently seething 
um, and then just takes the tape out of the player, cracks it in half, and gets up and looks at herself in the mirror, and looks over at the poster of a bikini babe that she has. Uh huh. And just gets blind with fury and grabs some scissors from the counter and chops off her ponytail. And basically gives herself a makeshift, like, mask haircut, as, like, sure, mask yeah. as she can get. Uh huh, yeah. Um, and is just thinking to herself, Fine, if I'm gonna be a problem, then I'm gonna be a fucking problem. Alright, um, when do you start going back to school, Charlie? I think she's probably used up her, like, her safety net. A week is about as long as you can get without, like, someone starting to have very serious inquiry. Yeah, um, I'd say so. So I think she goes back the the following Monday or, like, you know, the, like, the, the week after she started skipping. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, then yeah, uh... Everyone else, you see Charlie for the first time in, like, a week. Now, Luke, when you say everyone else... Well... <laughs> I, I, I was going to ask, uh, I was going to ask Molly, do we think uh, Solo was able to wheedle Regina into putting her in her backpack? Oh, I... Let's say yes, because it's mean if I say no. <laughs> not, not as Regina, but as a fellow player in this game. <laughs> right, uh-huh. Yeah, you fit in a backpack solo. There's not room for much else, but, you know. Yeah. Right. Regina usually doesn't carry very much anyway, so, like, sure. she's like, for fuck's sake, why did you have to make yourself so big? I was really mad, okay? <sighs> yeah, you were. Uh, oh, Charlie. Hey. Yeah, Charlie. Char- Charlie's, like, wearing, like... Like a, like a tank top and like jeans and like is definitely like she is presenting as butch now. Yeah. Um, in a way she wasn't before. I like your haircut, Charlie. Uh. Thanks. What? Are you, are you okay? I, you haven't been picking up the phone, so I was worried. Yeah. Um. I haven't really felt like talking. Yeah, I get that. Um. Yeah, sorry. Um, but, uh, I think I, I gotta, I gotta go to class. And she just kind of walks away. Uh, can we, can we talk after school? Why, don't you have a club meeting? Uh. And she, she just keeps going. Oh. Casey walks up to Naomi and... Regina as Charlie's walking away. Who's that? She said she was going to class. She? Uh, wait, that was Charlie? Yeah. Huh. Is, is, is she okay? Well, she said she was going to class, so probably not. Naomi? Yes. You didn't get attacked by, like, some kind of Eidolon that switches you with somebody else's body, did you? <laughs> I know I may look a little disheveled, but no, I did not get attacked by an Eidolon that switches me with someone else's body. Okay. Yeah, Naomi, are you okay? No, but I'm seeing a doctor, 
later today, so I'll let you know. Yeah. Do you need anything? It's really none of my business, but um, Casey and Regina, I don't think you should let Charlie be alone. Yeah, I've been trying not to, but... I mean, I've got notes and homework and stuff from the classes she missed. I guess I should probably go give those to her. Do you wanna... We can go together tonight. Uh, yeah, that'll be okay. Probably better if there's more than one of us. Harder to blow us off. Yeah. Yeah, we can be pretty persistent, I guess, when we're together. Yeah. Enough to get a couple people to try and kill us, anyway. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Naomi, um... Now, you tell me if I'm wrong about this. I, my inclination would be that a doctor's not gonna find anything wrong with you, right? I think Naomi is hoping to talk to a local doctor. Okay, yeah, I mean, you can absolutely... If you want to do a scene to the doctor here, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think they're aware that... Obviously, it's something to do with Jake severing himself. Uh-huh. So... I see, yes. I should probably talk to someone who might know a thing or two about Eidolons. Okay, sure. Um... Then, yeah, you managed to get an appointment with a doctor in town who gives you a checkup and, uh, you know, get, you know, does your basic stethoscope, blood pressure, all that stuff and says, um, no, you look fine to me. Um, you get enough sleep? Well, I've, I suppose I've been sleeping around eight to ten hours, but it doesn't feel restful. Hmm. Okay. Um, there are conditions that could cause that. Um, tell me more about your diet. Oh, I have a strictly controlled diet, making sure I have all the proper macronutrients and vitamins and minerals in the exact recommended proportions. You are probably the only person in this town that doesn't have a medical degree and knows the word macronutrients, so I'm going to assume the issue's not there, okay? Uh, <laughs> um, well, we could schedule to have a sleep study done, if you're concerned that might be where the issue is. What's this doctor's name? Oh, let me hit the old name generator. <laughs> Let's find out what this doctor's name is together. <laughs> Let's go with... This is what play to find out what happens means. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dr. Gibbons. Dr. Gibbons, how long have you been in Lillatory? Oh, I've been here for years and years. I grew up here. Have you been to the toy store? Um, which toy store do you mean? Camelot Toys before it burnt down, because I think this might be an issue relating to that. Oh, that... Yeah, I kind of remember that old, uh, like, mom-and-pop place on the street, right? On Main Street. Um, what would that have to do with anything? Does the word Eidolon mean anything to you? No? Um... They... They kind of, like, look at you quizzically and is like... Um, now, I want you to understand that I'm a doctor, I'm not... A police officer, are you, um, involved in drugs? No, I don't take any drugs. Okay. I had a bit of, um, I'm trying to think of how to explain this. I had a bit of, um, 
a psychological episode a week ago, and I think it might be disturbing my sleep. Well, that could certainly be the case. Um, it sounds like maybe rather than a, a doctor, you might need to be speaking with, uh, you know, a, a therapist or a psychiatrist. Do you have one that you recommend? Uh, yeah, we have a few in town here. I can I can write you a referral. I'd appreciate that. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I'll t- mm. You know what, Naomi? Give me a biz draw. A biz of one. Biz of one. That gets you the world. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, then in that case, you know what? You're getting uh, yeah a referral for Dr. Patrick Phillips. <laughs> Since that's clearly what was being angled for here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Nikolai... Um, I think he brought a car and not a, a bike here because, you know, he's... Listen... He's an old fucking stone-faced man, but he's he's <laughs> he, he's concerned that you're clearly not feeling well. You you known him long enough to know that this is him being concerned for you. Yeah. So you know he's not he's not making you sit in the sidecar of a motorcycle for you. He's got like a nice like Cadillac pulled up outside, and uh, as you get in, I think he just says, "What did the doctor say?" Well, you were right. He confirmed that there's nothing physically wrong with me. He thinks that it might be something psychological, and he referred to me to a psychiatrist in town. I see. If you have psychological issues, we should talk about them. What's the issue? Explain the problem. That's the first step to getting over it. Okay. Nikolai, I... I know you've asked me not to discuss the details of the case with you because I need to solve it by myself, but this will involve getting into that. Very well. You know the old burned-out toy store on Main Street? Yes, I'm aware. Around 20 years ago, and for an indetermined amount of time before, people would go to that store and receive an effigy from someone called the Toymaker. I don't know his government name yet. <laughs> I just really love the idea of Merlin having a government name. You know, King Arthur's monarchy was a government. <laughs> I don't... I, you know, it was a government that kind of predated that sort of uh, identification <laughs> system, though, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that effigy awakens some sort of supernatural manifestations of people's souls that had powers. And around that time, in that period 20 years ago, there was some kind of shadow war between all the adults going on, and then the toy store burnt down, and no one got Eidolons anymore. That's what they're called. But there are still some remaining. I think when you say that, he, uh... Like, you know, he, he's he got a hell of a poker face, but he's like, you've been driving down the street as you've been talking, and uh, I think you can just sort of detect, like, a shift in the veins beneath his skin, you know? <laughs> he doesn't say anything. <laughs> Last week, um, me and the members of the club got into a fight with one of these people with Eidolons. And during that fight, 
I was hurt, and I think it might be having lasting effects on me. He stops the car and says, so you're injured. Where is your injury? Like I said, it's not physical. With the nature of these Eidolons, it's more psychological or even spiritual. And you believe some lasting harm has been inflicted on you from this? Well, that's what I'm hoping the psychiatrist will help me answer. He is silent for a moment and, like, looks at you. And, uh, it, you know, again, his face is very unreadable as he is just sort of awkward and silent in this stopped car for a little too long um, before he finally says, Naomi, I am your superior. I issued you this case to solve. I am hereby removing you from this case. You understand? You are not to investigate it further. Why? Do you understand the order? I understand the order and I'm asking for clarification. And I am denying you clarification. And he starts driving again. (sighs) There are many mysteries you can solve. Am I going to leave town now? No. We will stay here for the time being. What am I supposed to do? You're a great detective, yes? I'm sure you'll find something to investigate. But not this case? Not this case. Nikolai, this case has to do with the whole town. I'm not sure how I can avoid it. Then you are convincing me that perhaps we should be leaving. Is that what you would prefer? Why did you move here, Nikolai? He doesn't answer. Two years you've been here. Why here, of all places? I know there's something you know that you're not telling me, and that's your right. But with everything you've taught me, do you expect me to not look into that? You are currently directly disobeying the order I gave you. So? You can, like, see, like, his face turn a shade redder as he just keeps driving in silence. Um, let's see, where to next? <laughs> well, we do things. still have to, uh, cor- corner Charlie outside school. Right, that's where we're going next, I forgot. Yes, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, Regina, uh, Solo, and Casey, you head to Charlie's after school. Yes. I was going to say, we're not doing it at school. We are waiting until she goes home. Right. <laughs> Nowhere <Wise>. to run. <laughs> um, all right, so y- y'all just show up, like, roll up on her doorstep? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think she just answers um, uh, and is surprised. Um, oh, uh, Charlie, didn't Mrs. Brauman let you know that I was collecting your homework for you last week? Um, she, she may have mentioned it. I'm sorry. I wasn't really paying attention. Um, thanks. Yeah, I, I, I got, I copied some notes from some folks too, so, like, everything should be there. Yeah, um, thanks, Casey. That's nice of you. Can we come in? (sighs) Yeah. Um, yeah, Charlie lets them in. Thanks. Yeah. Um, what do y'all need? Um, it's better, please don't, if this is Mystery Club shit, I'm done. Like, I'm out. I'm not doing it. 
Charlie, this isn't Mystery Club stuff. This is We're Your Friends stuff? Yeah. Okay. I was, um... Going to ask about I, Mystery Club. So, sorry, I forgot. So as, here. as Solo crawls out of the backpack, it is like a t- Charlie kind of jumps a second because she wasn't. I, I think Charlie left when Solo. No, got she hit. was gone by that point. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "What the f- Solo? What happened to you?" Um, I made myself big because I wanted to threaten to beat up Jake if he kept being a dick, and I thought I couldn't really plausibly do that if I was normal size. Um, I think she kind of, like, <laughs> and, like, holds out and, like, holds out her hand to let you, like, climb up her arm. I'd, I'd say it's uh, maybe a little heavier than you're expecting, but yeah. not impossible to deal with. Wait, has he been in your backpack the whole time? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really heavy. It's not an ideal situation, and I am sorry, Regina. Casey is now no. standing behind Regina. <laughs> you scared of Solo, Casey? She was scared of me back when I was yeah, like two inches. Yeah, but you're bigger now. Like that shouldn't like. I, I think it's like less scary since you're bigger. Uh, Casey is just like shaking her head no. <laughs> oh. Okay, I won't let the big scary bug hurt you. Sorry, Solo. I know that's mean. No, no, it's okay. I am big, and um, honestly, I don't mind being scary under the circumstances. Uh, Casey flushes a little when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing this week, Charlie? Other than uh, cutting your hair, it it looks nice, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, that um, that was kind of a spur of the moment thing. Um, yeah, that didn't seem like something that you were interested in doing, or I thought. What brought that on? Um, well, I don't want to say how I know it, because that could put someone in trouble, but, um, I know for a fact that my dad considers, uh, me being a lesbian as bad as me going to jail. Oh. Uh, and thinks I'm a problem. So, uh, I just thought, like, you know... Fuck it, if I'm going to be his problem dyke daughter, might as well look the part. Is is it okay to use that word? Uh, I I can. I can use it. You can't. Do not use it, Casey. Specifically, you do not use it. (laughs) I wouldn't think of... of, No, I wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. um, So I've been kind of dealing with that and just all the uh, shit from Wait, can, can Regina say it? <laughs> I, I don't know, Regina, can you say it? Um. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Weren't you two dating? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't, did we ever make it official? I don't think we ever wait, actually made it you official. Were, you're, you're dating? Like, I knew there did was a, th- something there, but... They went to prom, not prom, homecoming. They went to homecoming together, we gonna, Casey. We, we were gonna, I, like, went, talk I went to homecoming with Naomi, but we're not dating. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, no. I, think I know. Um, I, I don't know. Naomi seems like the sort of person to just sort of not communicate that kind of thing very well. 
Well, oh gosh, they, they did offer me a, a job after graduation. What? I don't, that's not like, that's not a dating thing. No, but like, why would they, I, I don't know why they did that unless. Because you're smart, like you, you, like, they do detective shit, you're smart, it makes sense. And now, and now, Charlie, I do have to contradict you on one point, um. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Watson was technically an employee of Sherlock Holmes, and they were absolutely dating. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Sure. Wait, I, Re- Regina and I were gonna talk about that, um, us, but then, you know, the shit with my mom happened, and then she got distant during the month that I guess she was looping when we weren't. And then I, I kind of returned the favor, so I guess we're kind of even now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Should, should Solo and I give you some time alone? Uh. Charlie kind of looks at Regina and just like. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Regina just kind of shrugs. I mean. Is the like. Is there anything, like, do you, is there something you want to talk about with me that you don't want other people to be around for? Because if there is, then we can just go, like, up to my room and chat, and you two can, like, watch, you know, whatever. The Phantom Menace. The, yeah. <laughs> it's that. after The one thing we really cool failed to capture in 1999 is the, like, ludicrous amounts of Phantom Menace merchandise that would be everywhere. There's a syndicated episode of Home Improvement on, and that's like the only thing that's on right now. Franklin bought the entire line of Pepsi cans, thinking they'll be worth something someday. Oh, no! (laughs) I do remember those Pepsi cans. Uh, I remember the, like, promotional, like, big cups you got. Like, you had to go to Taco Bell for the Naboo one, but, like, Burger King for the uh, fucking... I had a uh, I, I had a friend who had like the like promo R two D two like like drink cooler that like they would have at Blockbuster. Oh they, yeah yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, completely inappropriate swerve. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been thinking a lot about how I've failed this setting by not including more Phantom Menace. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You remember that? You remember that like Jar Jar lollipop where he his head it was his tongue. You had to like make out with him. You had to make out with Jar Jar to eat the candy. Yeah. All right. Cutting all of that. (laughs) No, you are not. (laughs) Maybe you are. I'm not. (laughs) It's gonna be a job for your end of this podcast. Um, But yeah, I mean, is there? Do we want to talk? I I don't know. Do you want to talk, Charlie? Because I wasn't avoiding you because I wanted to. Yeah, we should talk. Um, you two cool with, like, just staying busy down here? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. Oh, I'm probably I'm probably big enough to play Tony Hawk now! <laughs> <laughs> the PlayStation is upstairs in Charlie's room. Oh. Later, you can you can stay here and we play Tony Hawk later. Um, yeah, I think Charlie goes upstairs with Regina. Yeah. Um, Casey is going to sneak up 
<gasps> the stairs oh. and try to listen in. Oh, shit. <laughs> Casey, give me an Ellie draw. Are you going to use right. your Eidolon to do it? You know what? I th- I'm actually going to say take minus one because you're acting against other members of your party. Uh, Luke, oh. I was also going to say, can can we still actively interfere? Is that not a thing? That's not a thing. Okay. But, but I mean, also, she- Casey is using her Eidolon to do this. So I don't know if Solo would even. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Solo's just like <laughs> making <laughs> conversation and not yeah, noticing that she's just like, yeah. Solo just assumes Casey is, like, terrified. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so, at the minus one, that's a two. Two. That gets you the devil or the chariot. Um, well... You get what you want at a price you can't afford, or you exceed your own limits. I mean, for what's happening here, the devil feels the most appropriate. The devil does feel appropriate. I'm gonna go ahead and add XP to the pool. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so that puts y'all at nine XP total. As you and play the devil, you get what you yeah, wanted a price to, you can't afford. To me, what that sounds like is I get to eavesdrop, but they fu- catch me. That could be. We we can we can put feelers out and figure out what the price is as we go here. But that's definitely a good or, fallback. You know, if nothing what, else. what I find out from eavesdropping maybe uh, is something yes. I'm worse off for knowing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey folks, it's Maxi. Just me this time, not doing a character or a bit. I think we can all agree that Solo's got all four hands full already. If you're enjoying the show, then please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash playtest. All the money we receive goes to support independent creators, i.e. us, and we deeply appreciate it. For $1 a month, you get access to every episode of Eidolon Disco and Ska one week in advance. If you're listening to this on the 26th, you could have been listening to it on the 19th, and recklessly reading every spoiler posted in the Discord server without a care in the world. For $3 a month, you get access to a monthly bonus podcast where Luke and Molly discuss the design of Eidolon Become Your Best Self. You'll also get access to the podcast Eidolon Playlist, where we review various albums and bands featured on the show. We're actually recording an episode on The Toasters tomorrow. You'll recognize them as the band who did Pendulum. They had some other good songs as well, but I doubt those will come up on the show anytime soon. Uh, If you pledge $5 a month, you get all that, plus access to the current draft of the game, and you get your name shouted out on the show, which I'll get to in a second. And for $10 a month, you'll get access to an assortment of little side projects we do, plus the complete Eidolon Season 3 soundtrack, which people keep saying I did a great job on, so I assume they're right. Uh, I also wanted to mention... Apparently Patreon doesn't display these anymore, don't know why, but we do still have some stretch goals that we intend to fulfill uh, if we hit them. Uh, The main one I remember is that if we make enough money, uh, I will rope Fabby into recording an episode of Sonic Undertow, where we talk about the short-lived TV show Sonic Underground. Honestly, I say short-lived. Kind of like at least a full season. It should have been shorter lived. It's not a good show. We talk about Sonic Underground, which was a cartoon which asked the question, what if Sonic the Hedgehog had two sis... Sorry, a sibling... Let me try that again. What if Sonic the Hedgehog had a brother and a sister, and they were all voiced by Jaleel White, and they were in a band, and when they were singing, if I recall correctly, Jaleel White doesn't sing. Urkel don't sing. So they got uh, the voice actor who did Double D to do the singing. Because I guess his singing voice sounds like what Urkel's singing voice would have been. I don't know. It was a very ill-conceived project. But this project, where we talk about it, is going to be awesome. 
You should pledge money so we can eventually force a- force Fabby to do that. Uh, also, at some point, she'll force Luke to go to a club. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you know, I was talking earlier. I was talking to uh, I was talking to to some friends, and I was talking about how oh, you know, when I go into uh, when I record the bumpers for Eidolon, I always go in with a plan, and that's why my bumpers always sound extremely professional. But I just got caught up in the euphoria of Sonic Undertow. And I just started going off on a tangent about it, and I don't want to cut this, and I certainly don't want to script it out and re-record it, so uh, I guess this part's just staying in as is. Don't tell anybody. This is going to be our little secret, okay, listeners? Okay. All that being said, if you can't afford or don't want to pledge, word of mouth is also a tremendous help. Consider telling your friends about the show, or rating and reviewing us on iTunes... Uh, you could put, like, a little sticker on a street sign that's like, listen to on Playtest. Uh, you could draw fan art and talk about how, oh, someday Dictionary Tim and Fang's uncle, whose name eludes me, I want to say it's, like, Wolf or something, someday they're gonna get together in your Imaginarium, uh, and people will love that, and they'll be like, I have to listen to this show, and, uh, that'll be a huge help to us. Uh, all jokes aside, though, it means a lot to us that so many people enjoy the show. We would love to see it reach an even wider audience, and we love getting feedback, knowing that people enjoy it. Uh, it, it means a lot. I know I already said that, but it really does. Before we jump back into things, I'd like to give a shout-out to Agwheel, Taylor Owen, Jonathan Simpson, Rue, Gay Sarah, Chelsea Welch, Britt, Elena Gray, Knight of Rosemary, Lachlan Cleland, Callie Raguski, Sam Maxwell, Ramon S.L., Lazy Empress, Josh Burry, Naraxes, A Cactus, Aaron, I really wish Naraxes and A Cactus rhymed, I should have pronounced it Naraxis just to make it work, uh, Naraxes, A Cactus, Aaron, Lillian Schultz, Kim Bellwoods, Torches, Her Lady Weaver, Imran Bassett, Mitchell Dill, and Rizzy. Now open the curtains and let us return to Eidolon Ska episode 18. Um, so, sorry, I'm, uh, I guess I'm not good at this. Like, I've kind of never done this before, so. Uh... I mean, that that's fine. I haven't done this, like, a lot. Um, sorry for being distant. That, like, I felt, I felt like shit, but, like, that's not your fault, and I shouldn't have taken it out on you. Or Casey, or Solo. Or Naomi, I guess, since Jake was the one who was the asshole. Yeah, um, okay, apology accepted. What the fuck has this week been? What's going on? Oh, fuck. Um. Because, like... I know you were upset with us, but I didn't think you were going to just not talk to anybody for a week. I mean, Regina, I had to hold my dead mom twice in a week as she died. Like, <sighs> yeah. Kind of fucked me up. Kind of is still fucking me up. And, um, and then I learned the shit about my dad. So it's been, uh, been a How? One. How did you 
you hear this from your dad? He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who'd say that. I... I can't say not because I don't want to talk to you about it or, like, I'm trying to hide shit from you, but because if I... The person who told me explicitly asked me to not share it, like, like, because they could get in trouble for it, so... So it's okay when you do it. Fuck. Okay. Shit. Okay. That's... Fair. Um, you know how me and my dad are going to therapy? Yeah, you've mentioned. Um, I think Charlie hands her the crumpled note. Um, it's just like, that was wrapped around a uh, tape cassette that I found in my jacket pocket after therapy. Wait, so he's recording your sessions? I mean, I think that's normal. I think, like, that happens on TV all the time. Does it? Yeah, like, Law and Order, like, they'll have, like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, here's my session log for blah, 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 and then the dude's like, I'm a murderer. Right, that's for criminals, Charlie. Well, I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't know they're a criminal beforehand. It's just like a regular therapy session. What? It's on, like, do you not watch the, the, the like, the, it's, I, I think it's normal, <laughs> at least he, that's what television has taught me. I don't think it's normal to record someone's sessions, and it is especially not normal to give it to somebody else. I mean, I know it's not normal to give it to me, like, that's why he asked me to be cool about it, so. I, Are you gonna I, tell your dad? No. I mean, what, what's the point? Like, I, I, am I going to change his mind? Maybe. I don't know. I shouldn't have to change his mind. I'm his kid. I'm his daughter. I'm the same person I've always fucking been. I know, but... <sighs> I don't know, Charlie. I'm really worried about you. I'm sorry, and I don't... I think Charlie, like, sits down on the bed and, like, kind of pats next to her. Sure, Regina will sit yeah. down. Um, and I think Charlie, like, holds Regina's hand and is just like, I'm, I don't want to worry you, and I am sorry that I've been a fucking mess for the last week, two weeks. I, like went to like I was mad that you weren't talking to me and then it still sucked like you had a valid reason for it but it sucked like the thing with like that just happened like it sucks like we can agree on that like it doesn't feel great yeah I didn't want to do it I know I know like I'm, I'm not there was there was quite literally a gun to my head yeah I'm not I was mad in the moment, and that's why I did the fucking, like, the, like the Six Flags with Casey. Like, I was trying to be like, fuck you. Wait, we... what? Wait, did she not tell you about that? No? Yeah, Casey and I skipped school and we went to Six Flags. What? <laughs> yeah, we, we hung out and, like, we had, like, a cool day at Six Flags. It was like you a... You wouldn't like, have had a cool day at... Six Flags while you were ignoring me? Yeah, it was it was a stupid <laughs> like it was childish, honestly. Like 
fuck you, we can have fun without you, Regina. Like, you you want to ignore us? We'll ignore you, too. It was stupid. Casey getting dangerously close to, like, arguing this point. I think Regina, like, stands up. (laughs) Oh, Charlie. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty fucking stupid, Charlie. I know it was stupid. Like... I'm I'm saying it was stupid. I'm saying that I was being stupid, and I'm sorry. I'm not defending it as, like, a cool thing I did. You're kind of explaining it like a cool thing you did. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying what happened. We went to Six Flags. Maybe I should leave you alone with her. I, oh, hey, <laughs> I... I think... Does Regina open the door? <laughs> I think that's... A, Pretty funny time to open the door. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, I think Regina turns to leave and opens the door, and there's Casey. Uh, now, do they see Casey? Because I assume she's still invisible. No, I'm not invisible. I'm using my no. Eidolon as a decoy so that you don't know that I'm up here eavesdropping, but I'm visible. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it wasn't a vanish. Yeah. Fucking really? Hi, Casey. Um, hi, this isn't what it looks like. (laughs) It looks like you were eavesdropping on us. Um, I I wasn't? (laughs) Right, yeah, okay. Whatever, if we're getting stuff out in the air in one of those failed loops, Casey kissed me right before we did burger, so fucking whatever. What? What? Yeah. (laughs) Yup. You... Casey, you kissed Regina before I did? I, I, she doesn't know. She doesn't remember. I, I don't know why I would have. I, I, oh, fuck. So how is this episode of Home Improvement treating you? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I don't get, what, what's the deal with the guy next door? Why, why did, it seems like they built the fence too high. Casey seems too engrossed in the program to really answer I, I the question. I think I think the the most that uh, Casey's doppelganger uh, musters is, is a very Wilson like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that like is that the joke that you can't see him that you? It's not. I, I feel like it's just a little underbaked. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I. I. So, Casey, okay, so you want to kiss Regina? What? No, why would I want to kiss Regina? Because you did kiss Regina in, like, another timeline. I... That, that wasn't real, though. Like, that doesn't count. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I... It doesn't count. You're right. I mean, I think, I um... I think I'm just gonna go, you guys. Regina, I. Um, Gina, I. <laughs> yeah. Good luck studying. Did Regina drive them there? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I didn't know you weren't talking to her when we went to Six Flags. I didn't think it was. Hold on, hold on. Can we? Can we? Because I'm pretty sure Charlie mentioned like. That Regina, like Regina's being distant, we can go. Yeah, have well, fun. yeah, no. Casey yeah. knew Regina was being distant. She didn't. She didn't know that it was a like screw Regina 
excursion. She thought they were just having a fun day together. <sighs> okay, because uh, I, I truly can't remember how explicit Charlie was about that. Um, Charlie didn't say that, but it was Zoe's motivation okay. for having Charlie do this. Okay, yes. I couldn't re- I couldn't remember if Charlie said it out loud. Yeah, no, yeah. out of context, it's okay. very clear. I think in context, Casey was not aware of the sub. Okay, yeah, it's been a month, so I just couldn't remember if the words were said no, and I, Yeah, and okay. I think that works just fine that, like, Charlie thought it was understood and yeah. is only just now realizing it wasn't. I, like, I wasn't, like, it was stupid. I know it was stupid. I wasn't trying to, like, actually say, like, fuck you, Regina. I don't, like, no, we don't need you. Like, I was just mad, and you're fun, and I thought it would be a fun day, and since she wasn't talking to us, like, we could just go have fun together. I mean, it was a fun day. Yeah, I had a great time. It was, it ruled. From outside, your window's open. (laughs) I was oh, saying wait. I was. <sighs> Hang on, did Regina go out the back so that Solo wouldn't see her? No, she just left out the front. Oh, I guess Solo was just paying too much attention to home improvement. Or Solo tried to say something and Regina did not say anything back. Yeah, both of those track. I think Charlie like sticks her head out the window. It's like Regina, I'm trying to say sorry. You're doing a really bad job, and I think she like drives away. <laughs> yeah, she's probably going to be mad for a while. Great. I can't. I, I apparently I can't even be a lesbian, right? So, um, no. I think having. Great. I think getting into fights is a pretty normal teen couple thing. I wouldn't know. I don't really know either, but that's how it is on TV. <laughs> apparently, I'm learning that TV lies to you today. So, um. Yeah, I don't think your therapist is allowed to record sessions without you knowing it. Yeah, I'll talk to him about that. We have a session this week. Um, Casey, do you want to kiss Regina? No. Okay, I need... The other timelines were real. They are, like, they happened. I don't remember it. I have no idea why I, I know. I know. I know you don't remember it. I'm just asking you, Casey, this Casey, the Casey that I know and is my friend. Is there any part of you that one that, that thinks of Regina in more than just like she is a good friend way? Of course not. Like, I'm not like. You know, not that there's anything wrong with being gay, but, like, I know if okay, I was, and I'm okay. not. No, I don't, I, w- I want to be clear here, Charlie, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it, like, it's, I, I want, <laughs> Like I, on Seinfeld. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I'm just trying to be clear, I don't have a problem with people being gay, I just feel like I'd know if I was, you know, and I'm not. Kissy, do you know how long it took me to figure out that I'm gay? No. 16 years. It doesn't, like, it's not, you, you don't just, like, wake up and go, like, hmm, yeah, girls, hell yeah. Like, sometimes it's a fucking rough process, and you're in denial for a long time, and you fight it, and it hurts, and it sucks, and sometimes it doesn't stop hurting even when you're out, because, uh, people are shitty. Casey voice. Well, I'm already 17, so clearly I'm already, <laughs> I, I would know by now. So, I'm just saying, 
there's apparently some course of events that could have led you last month to kissing Regina. So, it might be something you need to, like, look inward about. Yeah, um, okay. So I guess I have to drive you both, well, drive you, because Solo can stay here, I'm not it's okay. it's okay, I can walk. No, you're not gonna live, like, five miles away, no. Okay, well, thanks, Charlie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... <laughs> what, what does Solo do when Charlie and Casey come down the stairs? I, I think a double take. <laughs> wait, oh, uh, wait, wait, huh? I'll, uh, I'll tell you about it when we play Tony Hawk later. Okay. I'm gonna go take Casey home. In the Jeep, on the, on the way, as, as they get in the Jeep, Casey just trying to make conversation. So when Solo was small, did you ever, like, give him one of those, like, finger skateboards? Oh, hell yeah, all the time. He was terrible at it. <laughs> I think the extra arms would have given him more balance. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I thought, like, oh, she could do, like, sick little, like, cartwheel flips and whatever, but no, just beefed it every time. Oh, that's too bad. Maybe yeah. maybe she'll do better on a big size skateboard. I've seen yeah. do- I've seen dogs on them. Like I she's about that size. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't want I I don't People already give me enough looks when I'm skateboarding by myself. I think skateboarding with a dog-sized beetle might be a little too eyebrow raising. I was I I don't know. That kind of sounds like the thing I'd think skaters would think was cool i what do you know about skaters casey please tell me that right <laughs> now. i guess only what i've seen on tv there we go yeah um, y'all gotta get out more <laughs> why the tv tells me everything luke luke we live in a small town there's nowhere to get out too <laughs> i know <laughs> the pain in your voice um yeah, I, th- I think Charlie drops Casey off. Yeah, very awkward drive, I would imagine. Yep. Oh, extremely. Uh-huh. Naomi, how are you taking the next day at school? How are you sort of taking uh, the directive you've been issued here? Um, they're mostly following it. They're just trying to pay attention to their classes and yeah. uh, maybe socialize with the club a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Show me what that's like. Yeah, I think uh, Naomi's eating lunch with Regina. Hey. Regina, how have you been? Um. Bad, honestly. How about you? Well, Nikolai ordered me to stop investigating what happened to the founders. Why? Well, I think he has some kind of. secrets he's hiding from me and he doesn't want me to know or he doesn't want me to get involved. Something like that. So you're definitely looking into it, right? No. Honestly, I feel kind of relieved that I don't have to do it. I also feel a compulsion to keep thinking about it, like a habit. I, I was thinking about it every day, it's hard to just break that. So, I'm trying to do something else. Weird, but okay, that doesn't seem like you. Well, I've been feeling a little off lately. How'd it go with, um, with, uh, with Charlie? 
Not as bad as it could have. She, uh... I guess went and did a thing with Casey last week. They went to Six Flags. And I didn't hear about it, so... I, after I heard about that, I just left them both together. Which, when you put it that way, brilliant move. Yeah, yeah. extremely good move. Yeah, uh-huh. Also, I love the teen pettiness of, like, I didn't get invited to go to the amusement park. <laughs> like, well, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, this, yeah. Is all, this is all ideal teen mess. Like, this is <laughs> this is just the right level of stupid. Right. Like, when Regina has no reason to think that uh, there's anything between uh, Charlie and uh, uh, Casey, but is, like, jealous anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I've been trying to stay out of this whole situation between you, but now that I have some free time, oh, I want no. some relationship advice. <laughs> sure, couldn't be uh, worse than what I'm already doing. Oh, fuck. It's well, like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me the problem is that you two keep hiding from each other, keeping secrets from each other, lying from each other. Because you don't want to upset each other. No, originally I was hiding things from her because you told me to. That's fair. I think you understand that's a bit of a different situation. I do. She doesn't. But you see how that's part of a pattern. I guess. Well, my point is... You can't know each other unless you're honest with each other. And you can't love each other if you don't know each other. Okay. That's not really actionable advice. Here's my action. No more secrets, no more lies, no more running away. Oh, when you put it like that. It's easy as that. And you will upset each other, you will hurt each other if you do this. But it's the only way. When's the last time you were in a relationship, Naomi? I'm married. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? I have a husband. His name's Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, give me a review of your master plan. <laughs> okay, three genius. <laughs> the moon, the tower, or judgment? <laughs> oh my god. It isn't, isn't fucking, is judgment your dissident card? No, no they're, all, they're all negative. Let's see, three <laughs> These are all negative. Holy shit. <laughs> Let me check the list again, see which That's one I a, want. Something unknown or unknowable interferes, something terrible happens, or uh, your past mistakes catch up to you. That one's calling out to me for this one. Yeah, but Teen Bride Naomi, fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. God. Definitely. Alright, Mark and XP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you have a husband named Adonis, Naomi. It's not apparently it's not great. Uh, not a great situation. Go on. Wait, why do you say that? Because you drew judgment. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's I was drawing for the status of our relationship? I your master plan is that you've been married all along, and I'm saying, you know what? We gotta reverse that, because I didn't draw from the bottom. Oh. <laughs> There's hope for you two lovebirds yet! Okay. <laughs> Drawing from the bottom, 
you get one sec here. Oh my god. The moon, the chariot, justice? Uh, you, chariot, justice, the fool. Okay, gotcha. So all neutral now. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus Christ. Let me check again. This, this feels this like you're important. taking the fool. So, okay, to be clear, what exactly am I drawing for? You're drawing because you have revealed that you did something off screen that's never been referred to before, and that's revealing your master plan. So really, it's like, you know, this is flavoring the nature of this reveal. Okay. Okay. Uh, the fool. You become who you need to be in this moment. Okay, go on. <laughs> uh, I, I think Regina was about to ask a question. Uh, I believe what I said was sorry. Yes, his name's Adonis. Um, we met during training. He's a detective as well. Sort of a, you know, childhood sweethearts thing. And you got married? And now you live here? Well, I had to live here to do the case. And by Nikolai's rules, I'm supposed to do it by myself. So I haven't been able to contact him. So... You said you got taken off the case, so why aren't you going back to him? Well, that's what I'm asking myself. I think I'm allowed to call him. Seems like you should be. I've been trying to think of, um... How I'm going to explain this whole situation to him. Just in terms of organizing the information in a comprehensible order. Yeah, it's been a weird couple months. But I will call him tonight. Good for you. <laughs> All right. Holy what shit, about Casey. I was I was actually hoping to get a scene with uh, Solo and Charlie, if that's possible. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, probably a day or two after the nightmare conversation. <laughs> um, Solo is going to approach Charlie and be like. Charlie, I I know you said you didn't want to talk about club stuff, and I know I know you wanted to quit, but can we? Can I beg you not to? Solo, I'm not going to be in the club. Like, uh, listen, we can, we can look. Look. Li- listen, li- no, no, no. My understanding is that like Naomi is going to be less involved anyway, and if Jake tries anything, like I'll I'll yes, kick his ass. It's not that. It's not specifically. I mean, fuck Jake, but it's not okay. I'm glad. Spe- I'm glad we're on the same page there. Did you? Um, wait, did you think I would? There would be a like. Did you think I would not say fuck that guy after what he did? No, I just you know, uh, things have been surprising me lately. Um, so, I look. I'm done with the club, but like you're, you're all still my friends. Like I'm not gonna like leave, but I'm not doing this mystery shit anymore. That's it. No. Charlie, you you were like the only person besides me who seemed to actually give a shit about it. Yeah, and then I've spent the last few months um, being put in near-death situations constantly um, and had to live through the most traumatic moment of my life uh, twice in one week. That literally, I'm not sure anyone else in this world has had to do that before. Do you think anyone else has had to watch their mom die twice in one week? I mean, statistically. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, no, finish the sentence. Um, look, it, it's it's not about that, Charlie. Like, 
It's about that to me. That's that's what it's about for me. But what if bad stuff happens now that you're not in the club and like we can't protect you? We we were we were united fronts. I'm a big girl. I can take care of myself. I don't know if you can. We we've seen what happens when people try to take care of themselves with eidolons. It goes to shit. I mean, only because they kept trying to like pick fights with the club or like go crazy and do like weird supervillain shit. And I don't want any of that. I just want to fucking keep my head down, graduate, and get out of here. I mean, I, ge- I guess I can't make you. It's just... Oh, I really fucking fumbled the bag on this one. Isn't it, you didn't do anything. No, like, no, no. I'm, I'm supposed to be... I'm, I, 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 I'm the guardian. I'm the guide. I'm supposed to make sure that it goes better this time, and it doesn't. And it's, it, if anything, it's going worse than it has for the past way, decade. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're the, you're the guardian? I thought I... I thought I told you all about this when you first learned I can talk. You told us some... They, the, look, the, a lot of shit happened that day, so you, you can rewind it for me. L- look, I, I'm a prince of Scatharyopolis, specifically... That. Yep, Scaryopolis. Uh, okay. Uh, specifically chosen to shepherd the Mystery Solvers Club and try and make it less of an embarrassment and disaster and more of a functioning organization. Um, and that's not been why, going well. Why does why why does some Beetle Kingdom care about a high school mystery club? There's mythical and Myth- mythical? magical significance. What magical? What the fuck are you talking about, Solo? I mean, you know, with the with the eidolons and everything, like the 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 original Mystery Solvers Club. I'm told did some important things. Um, okay. But people s- tend to be really evasive about the specifics, and I, I was I was really optimistic because I'm like, oh, I'm I'm getting a, I'm getting a descendant of Neil in here. That's going to go great. Uh, and and case and this other girl is bring your friends. There's going to be more than like two wait, people. Wait, 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 wait! You're getting a descent. What? Um, sorry, sorry, uh, Neil Noyuk. Uh-huh. Your name's O'Neill, right? O'Neill, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I, I'm, you know, I, I figure, okay, this is great. This is I, all. What, what's the first name you're saying? Neil. The yeah. Who who am I descended from? Ne- Neil Neil Noyluk. Neil the nine hostages. This means nothing to me. These words you're saying. Look, this is really... We're getting a little in the weeds here, Charlie. The point is, I figured I could really... I I figured I could turn things around, and I maybe wrote some checks that my abdomen cannot catch. uh, And... I'm... Look, look, you you know everybody else... Fang, who has been sitting here, but completely silent the entire time, goes... It's it's cash actually. Oh, hey, Fang. What the fuck? It's ca- what? Huh? That's a good oh, thing. hi. This hi. is supposed to be at Charlie's house. Wait, wasn't yeah, that no. was at school? No, it's, no this say, is Charlie's say, house. Let's say I invited Fang over without telling Solo, and Fang has been sitting on the couch this entire time. <laughs> okay, I want sorry, Fang, I thought I want we were still in school. My bad. 
I want Fang to be here. I, now. I do love the idea that Fang is here. Yes, sorry, yeah. sorry, Cat. I think Charlie um, Charlie is like trying to rebuild bridges with Fang because she's like, he's chill, he's sure. normal. I can have like a friendship with this dude. So, somehow yeah. Fang is like, and I, you know what? I think uh, Solo is going to say this outright. Look, Charlie, I. You and Fang are like the only people in this club. Please don't tell Regina or Casey that I'm saying this. You two are like the only people in this club who are like not um Ooh, what's 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 the way I want to put this? Um There's not well, there wasn't a lot of baggage. Um Okay, there's not a good way to put this. Can I actually bail out of this whole nope. line of no, nope, okay. absolutely not. You, Yeah, what do you want to say about Regina and Casey, two of my best friends, and also maybe a girlfriend, depending on how mad she is at me? Oh, okay. Wait, which... <laughs> Sorry, which I've, I've one? lost track? Regina, why, why do you think Casey... What? Well, I, I thought there was a whole thing with... Eh, never mind. Um, What were we talking about again? Mystery club stuff. No, right? no, 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 no. What were you going to say about Regina and Casey? You said that me and Fang are the only two who um don't have as much baggage tied up in everything. And I know, I know you're going to talk about your mom, and obviously that that did complicate things. But I would argue that kind of only brings you up to parity with um with them. Solo, you are my buddy. Um, so I am saying this. I'm saying this coming from the perspective of like a friend. You view people as like assets or like tools to be used way too fucking much. Um, and it sucks. Like you just told me to my face that my girlfriend has too much baggage to be useful to you. I. It's not that she has too much baggage to be useful, it's that look, I'm in I'm in way over my fucking head and I I it's you know, I think I've maybe taken for granted the fact that there are people who are like cool about shit and not um extremely traumatized or just like have some kind of undiagnosed anxiety thing going on or whatever the fuck is Naomi's problem. Like, I guess it's not Naomi. Well, Naomi's plot problem is Jake, but Jake is part of her, but he's not. I don't even want to fucking untangle that. Hey, but Fang. Like, hey, Fang. Do you do you yeah. want to chime in here? Do you have like any? Do you have like two cents? Um. In in about what? About have you been listening to this conversation at all, dude? No. Yeah, I have. Okay. Like, how do you feel about how Solo is talking about our friends? Um. Fang feels very on the spot at this moment. Yeah, because I think Charlie is like making like Fang have a strong emotion about something, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's true. Regina has and a lot of baggage. And also get in the middle of what's clearly some sort of a like interpersonal conflict. Right, exactly. Yep. Like, uh, I, um, I mean, it kind of sounds like it's not really my place to put in. Okay, well, I don't really know how else I expected that one to play out. Uh, um, sorry. It's it's fine, dude. Sorry for putting you on the spot. <sighs> I am sorry if you're like 
if you overpromised shit with the mystery club or if you have like duties as princeps, like it sucks and I don't want you to be like screwed, but we are all real teenagers who have gone through some fucked up shit in these past few months. And if one of us, if I want to opt out of getting more trauma thrown at my brain, you gotta be cool with that. Otherwise, I'm not your friend, I'm your employee, I guess. I I guess I don't want to frame it like that. I mean, if the only important part to you is that I can do the services you require... Charlie, that's not the only important part. It feels like it when you talk like this. Like, I look, you're my, you're one of my best friends, but I, you gotta be cool with me not wanting to do this shit anymore. I had the worst thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life happen twice in a week. Like, just once would be enough, like, to take someone, like, out for a while, and I had it happen twice. Yeah, I I guess you're right. If shit gets really bad and you're all in danger and you need help, I'll be there. Like, I'm not going to fucking leave you. But as far as, like, the club goes, I'm out. Uh, all right. That's that's fine. I'll I'll figure something out then. Sorry, like. I, I don't know, you're kind of cagey about, like, exactly what the issue is, so, like, I hope it's not that bad, but if you really need me, if you're really in trouble, if, like, you are in danger, just say the word and I'll be there. Yeah, okay, that that should be fine. Um, I guess Fang and Casey and Regina and I will further the investigation. <laughs> Yeah, we got this. Yeah. I think uh, Solo is going to give an incredibly unenthusiastic high five to Fang. Yeah, so what are we investigating? (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Gonna cut from that. Uh, I'm gonna gonna move us along a little because we're running long and there's a little bit more I want to get through here. Um, so I do want to push ahead to, uh, Charlie, you going to therapy again next week. We can backfill stuff like, say, Naomi going to therapy next time, but we're at an hour 40 and I want to get this episode yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you meet up with, uh, the doctor again and he kind of welcomes you in. You're here alone and he goes, so, um, how's your week been? Um... Not as bad as the last few. Still some shitty parts, but, like, better. Well, that's that's good to hear. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that I dumped more on your lap uh, last week, but... <sighs> yeah, um, about that. Um, are you recording my session right now? Uh, I mean, I record every session, Charlie. I review them for... I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you aren't allowed to do that without telling me first. Uh <laughs> Charlie, well, first of all, I'm sorry if I didn't make this more clear, but he goes over to his desk and shuffles through and finds like the 
like paperwork he had you fill out the first time you were here. Oh he says, shit. <laughs> In point of fact, this is actually a one-party consent state. Uh, I actually can, but shit. just for everyone's comfort, I do have you fill out that form when I, you first start seeing me. Okay, I didn't actually like surprise, I didn't actually read it. So fair. Fair. Okay. Well, yeah. That's, that's just it's understood. You yeah. you understand that now? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. And again, under normal circumstances, nobody has access to those tapes except for me, but yeah. that was not a conversation we were going to have with your dad with him in the room, and I felt like it was important for you to understand where he was coming from. Yeah, um, I mean, she kind of gestures at herself and goes like, yeah. Um, I see where he's coming from, and now hopefully he can see where I'm coming from. Well, that's that's certainly the hope. Um, I think last time you mentioned you were having a bit of uh, conflict with your friends, right? Um, yeah. Uh, right now it's more like personal stuff, like mm. relationship shit, and uh, I kind of fuck things up with my girlfriend and another friend, and it's kind of a mess, so. How have you been dealing with that? What's been your, your strategy? Um, giving Regina space, because from what I've been told, she kind of is going to be angry for a bit, and I don't want to... Last time I tried to talk to her, I put my foot in my fucking mouth, so I don't want to do that again. And Casey, now that I'm, like, thinking about it, I'm pretty sure that girl is deep in the closet. And I'm real worried that I may have fucked her shit up accidentally um, by having the conversation we had. So I'm giving her space, too, because... That's kind of her journey to have. What about your friend? Um, he's flipping through some notes he's got. Um, Naomi, right? You had sort of a... I um, think you were having some conflict with her. I, I haven't... Related to... I mean, I've talked to Naomi a couple times, but... Um, the, the real problem wasn't with Naomi. It's with Jake, who's her Eidolon. Right, um, right. And I haven't seen him. And, um, since the incident, I think he said something about, like, going back to his cell. So, like, I assume he's not here. And it's, uh, like, well, it's fucked up to talk about, talked about Jake's shit to Naomi, because, like, they're different people. So, like, I don't want to, like, put that on her. Sure, I understand. Um, well, Charlie, giving people space can be valuable, but... It can also develop into avoidant behavior where we just let a conflict fester and grow and we don't deal with it. At some point, you need to confront these issues. And people get really... People don't like confrontation, but it's a healthy thing. It's a good thing. That's how you prevent... It's like um, if your house had mold in the floorboards... You could ignore it, and it'll be fine for a while, but eventually it's going to be a serious problem. 
And getting in there and ripping those moldy floorboards up and replacing them is a lot of work, but it's going to keep that house sturdy longer. Yeah. Yeah, I, um... I, I did kind of fuck things up by not talking to Regina, so... I've given her space for a bit. I should. It's probably time I actually, like, try and clean up some of the mess that I made, I guess. Yeah. We didn't talk about it very much before. What? I, and I, I know things were kind of wrapped up with the issues with your mother. Um, what does your Eidolon actually do? Um, I don't like. I don't know. Like, if there's a specific rules or whatever, but um, it seems like it makes people think any um, three word sentence. I like here. Um, she summons three small words and goes. Um, can't see me. Oh. Yeah, um, I sure can't. He's suddenly, like, looking around the room. Uh, and then, like, dismisses it. Wow. So that's, that's impressive. Yeah. That seems like a pretty, uh, useful skill. It's kind of fucked, honestly. Like, I don't like using it. Because it's... Well, why not? Because, like, it's make... It's making people believe shit even if they don't want to or would otherwise which is fucked up like it's it's a gross power like i used it a few times when i first got it in like a fun like haha i have a superpower way but in more and more like it's fucked it's like it's bad i could do some bad shit with this accidentally charlie 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 this is something that comes from you i don't think it's very i think it came from healthy i think it came from my mom because she had like a similar one that may be but yours comes from you and i don't know if it's healthy for you to be that to denigrate it that much this is a special talent that only you have yeah i mean i guess so i just and i i mean Think about all the different things you could accomplish with that. That's that's a very significant ability. Yeah, I mean, I've done some. Uh, Charlie, you feel like in the like back of your hearing, you can hear faintly a dog growling. Is that? Do you? Sorry, do you hear that? Hear what? It's like a dog. Um, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I, um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you could do with it. Like, I accidentally, like, when the mom stuff happened, it kind of went berserk and, um, it's really, um, like, erased people's memories of us being friends or, uh, killed me for a bit. Um... And then um, blew up solo. Like, yeah, it can. It's it's gnarly. Well, how did it kill you? Uh, made my heart stop beating for a little while. I think I can't remember. It was something oh. like that. I was kind of too busy dying at the time. I mean, wow, that that can do quite a bit. Yeah. What kinds of things can you think of that it could do? I don't like. I don't really feel like comfortable. Um, talking about this if that's cool give me a pow draw 
Oh, you fucker. <laughs> um, uh, what's my pow to? To the moon or the tower? Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, it's the moon, for sure. The moon. Mark an XP. Uh, something uh, unknown or unknowable interferes. Charlie, you say that, but you sort of trail off at the end. That growling gets slightly louder, but you don't... It's not bothering you. And you do start to feel like maybe... Yeah, what kinds of things could you do with three small words if you were a little less worried about how it affected other people? Um, Charlie actually reaches into her jacket pocket. He goes, I actually, like, wrote down a few, because I was like, the I... These are things I didn't want to say, but, like, I could say. So, like... Okay. Stuff like, you know... Um... You can't breathe. Ooh. You can't move. Oof. Your leg's broken. Um... I'm not dangerous. Everything is fine. You know... Ooh, those are clever ones. Yeah. Charlie, let me tell you what my Eidolon does. Like I said, I feel that confrontation and conflict are healthy things for people to engage in. It, it helps your relationships, but people can be shy about it. What I can do is nudge people towards embracing that, to engage in that kind of conflict, to really tackle their problems head on. Because, Charlie... And the kind of, like, nasty-looking mangy dog you saw in the parking lot uh, a few weeks back appears suddenly in the office. And then suddenly it almost, like, unhinges its jaw and another dog emerges out of it and turns around and eats the one it came out of. Oh, my and God. The, you motherfucker! It is a dog-eat-dog world out there. Casey, you are coming home uh, from school or whatever, and uh, you take about two steps in the door, and you suddenly get your head put in a headlock, and you hear your sister's voice say, Hey, there's my favorite little dork. How you doing? And she gives you a noogie. Sarah, you're home already. I thought you weren't going to be here till the weekend. Yeah, I got home a couple days early. How you doing? Ah. Oh. Worst part about college, I have lost my favorite armrest. Does she, like, let you go and leans on your head? Uh, um, it's been good. Um, school's been busy. Um, you know, I told you a bit about the mystery club, right? Like, yeah, no, it's cool that you made a bunch of new friends. I can't wait to meet them. Eidolon Sky is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash Playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Playtest, and you can follow Zoe at BlankZilla, Lexi at TabletopGamera, Luke at SSJ Speed Racer, Molly at YourFriendMolly, that's Y-E-R FriendMolly, Crystal at ArcaneCrystal, and Maxi at MaxNightly.tumblr.com. Idol on Ska will be back in two weeks, on July 3rd for Patreon subscribers and July 10th for everybody else. Stay excited, true believers. Mm-hmm.